Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast episode 493. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Steve. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Yo. And Tony Korkanakis. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners and viewers, to 493 of the Gamecast. I didn't know if I said Gamecast in the intro. I'm sorry. I hope I did. Um, we were in the middle of conversation as I hit the record button. So we, And when you hit record on this, you just got to go. You just got to go. <laughs> uh, so Corey got the iP- uh, the uh, AirPod Pros. Yeah, finally. That's what you're talking about. Upgrades. Yay. <laughs> so, they were on sale last uh, week. So. How are you liking them? Good so far. I just got them today, so I haven't really got a chance oh, to mess around. Right, gotcha. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna have you deep dive in here for the start of the podcast, but I guess we'll <laughs> wait for your feedback next week. I've seriously put them in my cart a few times. That and an iPad Pro. Yeah. Um, I mean the the tips work really well because like I never really use my left one that's too the often. Yeah, I um, always kind of see this one always fit. is loose in my ear. It's like yeah. waiting to fall out. So um, that's, actually that fits really well. I can I can do some sporty exercising stuff and not be a problem. Cool. Well, I have my old um, Beats, the um, Beats, Pro, uh, what do you call it? The studio. Is that the wrap, year, wrap around the year ones? They're not the cover ones. They're the over the tops, but they're not the, like the engulfing ones. they have ones. like a little loop, right? They go yeah, yeah. Here. yeah. No, 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 I don't have those. No, I have the actual oh. overhead oh, oh, uh, the big ones. solos, the solos. Uh, but they're not the over the ear. They're on the ear ones. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm looking at eventually upgrading those because – they're terrible at calls. If you get a phone call, like they're horrible quality for phone mm. calls. Uh, and so like, you know, and plus they're huge and they flop around a little bit and, you know, I don't know. People love those things, but I like to just have the small earpieces in. So Same. not that we can exercise much right now. I'm trying, but, uh, you know, it's plus wireless, man. Like once you go wireless, it's like, well, mine are wireless. wireless. Well, no, I'm just saying once you go to wireless, you can't, it's hard for me at least. I mean the individual ear cabled. Yeah. Well, I, I like the AirPods because for my m- most of my Apple devices, especially right now at home, I'm switching between multiple computers with work. And I'm thinking, like, how much easier it would be. So we have to talk about that afterwards, how good that is. <laughs> uh, but all right. Let's get into the game cast. Uh, Corey, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I think we're all... Uh, I know Tony will talk about that as well. Oh yes, I can join in a little bit because I did get to play a little bit of that. So okay, finally I mean, we got we had to wait because Amazon was like, you know, we're gonna yeah. ship this to you, so you don't get the weekend to play it. But we got last week, this past weekend. So uh, probably played, oh maybe twenty percent into it now. I'd say I don't know. Um, like five hours? No, that's longer. That's like. 25% is like 10 hours, right? It's like a 40-hour game, I think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably around six, six or seven hours, I guess, maybe. It might be, it might be 30 to 40. I'm not sure what. Who knows? Yeah, but it's yeah. um, it's been great so far. Really enjoy what I've been playing. Obviously, it's got the nostalgia factor, but then, you know, you're, it, it's kind of new as well because it's been so long. Yeah. That, you know, oh, this is cool, and and then obviously seeing it in this new graphic engine is just amazing. It's, you know, eye popping yeah. and and you're like, yeah. oh my god, like this scene in the old one, and then you like see it redone yeah. here is like everything <laughs> I thought this game was. Is, is, yeah, yeah. everything I, right. I remember it looking this way, but it never looked that way. Yeah, no, it never looked that way, but in your head it looked that way. Yeah, like that. it was those cutscenes. It was those great cutscenes they had. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Tony, you're playing a lot of it too. You want to jump in on this too? Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much all I did this past week because uh, a lot of my friends are, you know, they they got it beforehand, so like they're trying to talk to me for it for like four <laughs> days or whatever. I'm just like, don't have it. Don't talk to me about it. Like I don't want to know anything. Like even stuff I already wouldn't know about. This, we already don't, know spoilers, so it's not right. really like like major. There point, are little points. changes here and there yeah. too. Yeah, so there are little up. changes. I'm just like, yes, yeah. just like wait a second. It looked a little funny. Yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean it's. It's really fantastic, and honestly, Square Enix like nailed it out of the park, uh, better than I ever hoped the remake could ever possibly be. Even as, especially when they announced it, you know, five years ago, or whatever. And I was like, you know, this is yeah. like I remember even saying like, this is Square Enix is like like five like trump card. It's like that's their that's it. They don't have anything else to pull out of their you know nostalgia uh, past really that that's on that level and stuff like that. And then with all the woes from the first developer, um, you know, where they just restarted development, I was like. I don't know about this, guys, um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, I want to say it's perfect. There's definitely some design issues I have, and, and it's, uh, you know I don't want to gripe on them too much, but I, I just have to talk about it. Like the they definitely took a play out of the um, Sony playbook, where it's like, hey, just like hold the joystick forward and you know <laughs> like slowly walk. And then duck under something or like wedge yourself between like this tight spot <laughs> while characters talk. I'm like, my God, like, why? Why? Why are we still doing this? It's 2020. Please, like, stop this. Um, Gotta but, load those next areas. I know. Oh, God. I can't wait for that to go away with this next generation and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, it, it, it feels awesome. The moment to moment action gameplay is really fun. Um, the combination of like real time and then you know uh slowing down the action so you can do specific commands and stuff is really cool the stagger system uh is mostly really interesting too kind of reminds me of like you know uh, core you know xenoblade chronicles where you have to like you know shatter the enemies um orbs and stuff like that to really like pile on the damage stuff like that not to the extent but the same degree um there are some issues i have with it though i'm not saying it's bad but like a boss that would take you like two minutes in the original it's like oh this is like a 15 to 20 minute boss fight and stuff like that it's like there's a lot of, this guy was not a, like the first the first boss yeah. it's like that was a lot not of reduced, that hard. Yeah, a lot like, of reduced <laughs> hits yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah um, but yeah i mean everything the character models are great Migar itself is just sublime to like just go through and run around and it mm-hmm. really makes you feel more alive because like you know the in the original they really rushed you through this the city section of the game. It's like, hey, here's the the premise. Here's you know a couple background characters and stuff like that, and you're out of here. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And I was never really attached to anybody, uh, and then this time I'm just like, oh man, like, all right, I'm yeah, you get to know people. some of these people a little yeah. bit more, and a like... lot more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, well, well, that's that's gonna be a shame. Yeah. Stuff like that. They're really giving you that story. I, I'm expecting that. Uh, you know, I've only played the uh, hour. I'm in the tunnel. I just got I just got done with the demo boss. The, 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 I played the demo again in the game. Uh, enjoyed that. Uh, and then it's about an hour is what I played. So uh, I will say, though, that, like, this combat is already the best combat that I've played in, like, a, in an RPG. You know, and, like, I can't even remember. Like, it's unbelievable how good the combat is. You like this is. better than 15, this combat? Satisfa- yeah. This is, like, more satisfactory in terms of its – like, I played um, – I'm trying to think, like, the Tales games – are very similar to what this they were early on with what they were doing with this uh but they, it's like square has done such a great job with uh using the, your team to switch between like for when i first heard about this game i'm like i'm just gonna play probably play some classic 
mm-hmm. mode, the combat, and just not worry about this new fighting style because I'm like, I don't care about this. And then I'm like, you know, I give the demo a chance, and I'm like, let me just play the demo and see if I like the new system. And I'm like, holy shit, I do like this system. And now playing it in this game, I'm like, yeah, I definitely love this thing. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, like the combat's fantastic. I, I just here's my here's my problem. Like, and I and I wanted to bring this up right away, and we can get into what we've been up to after this more. Nintendo is is bringing us Super Mario 64, uh, a remaster. And I'm like, after this Final Fantasy VII remake and the Resident Evil games that I've, like, you know, been play- I played Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 3 looks amazing. Like, Nintendo really has got to bring their A-game with this remaster. I, I really think they have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, my expectations are really high for Super Mario 64 remake or whatever they're doing, remaster, whatever yeah. they're. I don't want to just see like a, a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a graphics improvement. I want to see like, what they did with Zelda almost, so the you know like the, the Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to well, see. I what think they, the thing is like because I've talked about this before and that like I don't too care too much about backwards compatibility, right? Because I always want to see something new and, and exciting yeah. and yeah. innovative. And so with these remakes, if you're just redoing the game exactly the way it was and just pretty making it prettier, that's not as interesting as when you like are remaking the game and like, uh, making like, it better, making it like better Tony, like one of your remake things versus remaster. Yeah, I think right. I mean, you want to make the with... game better. You want to improve on what was there and then you know refine like, that's it. That's the thing. Like Tony, you said how great it was that they changed up Resident Evil Two with the dog scenes uh, at the sequence where it was a. First time we well, see they did them, move them right? around, the move things around. Okay, so some stuff. Came, came yeah, I mean, it changed the original and... introduction of the dogs. So it's like you know, in Final Fantasy, I've noticed already, like even like certain, uh, like the way the sequences go and the, the the conversations you have with people, it's completely different already. In my first hour that I've played it, there's different things. Not that I'm an expert in remembering remembering things, but mm-hmm. I do know the basis of how it goes in the beginning, and I'm like, I don't remember that at all. Uh, so it's like in part of the story, I was like, I don't remember that at all. Um, but you know, I, I can't talk about it cause we're not giving spoilers here. It's too new. Um, and I'm only an hour in, but it's not, I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm very impressed with this game and how, how amazing it looks and how nice it controls. Like I was, th- I thought this was going to be a cluster. I really did. I'll admit it yeah. right now. No, I, I mean, I think we all did like, well, the know, development was... process alone was like right. kind of scary. Because... Right, because back when it was announced, you know, five years ago, I mean, Square Enix was in a much different position. They were just coming off of, um, you know, the PS3, 360 generation, yeah. where we had three Final Fantasy 13 games, which, you know, were not as well received. A big failure in Final big Fantasy failure. 12. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or 14, or, or whatever it was. Yeah, 14. Well, 14 yeah, exactly. They're just in the 14 rebounded, yeah, didn't they, though? Well, we, yeah, they well, did. Yeah, but, they they but, had to redo know. the entire game. Right. Yeah. You know. so, Realm Reborn. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, initially I that was god awful so yeah but yeah final Fantasy 7 remake uh really really fantastic so far have you beaten it tony or no i'm okay. i'll probably be finishing it up this weekend which is good because i'm on call next week so i won't have as much gotcha. free time but um yeah it's one of the things where i can already see myself going through the game again because when you beat it uh you unlock the hard mode uh so okay. i'm like interested in, in in trying that but you know the, the thing to me is is like the bittersweetness of knowing that this isn't going to be completed for right. a long yeah, time. I get it. I get like it. that's what it is. I'm enjoying it so much that I'm already like, oh man, like I can't wait. You're to waiting see, for that, right? Like Cosmo Canyon. <laughs> I can't wait yeah. to to meet Vincent and Yuffie, uh, you know, Wu Tai and stuff like that, and, or Costa del Sol and stuff. I'm like, it's not gonna happen this game. Like I'm gonna wait three, four, five years for that. What I was like, curious about is like, would they? 
Um, and I guess it's not only spoilers, but like, would they throw in characters that come in later in the game just so you could get a taste of them in this game? I was wondering if they're going to do that. So yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, who knows? It's like yeah, like, yeah. You I just have no idea ends. when the next one. I wonder. I, I wonder where it ends. Like so, when I'm playing this game now, like when I get into this more, my mind's going to be like, okay, where's that? Where's that stop happening? Like where? Where is it? Mm. You know, where, where do the credits roll? I'm like, am I going to be yeah. pissed when that happens? So, that, and that's a, that's the other part that I really want to beat this game because like, there's so much con- uh, conversation much about the ending right there, now. There, yeah. there's, and, there's and controversy and controversy, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, shit. Like, I want to be part of that, and like, I'm trying to limit myself with um, like Twitter and Reddit yeah. and all that stuff. But like, every now and then, like, I see like a piece of fan art or whatever. I'm like, ooh, do I click on this? Because I don't know what this is going to be. Like, it could be anything. Uh, yeah. Whatnot, no, so. I've been I've been avoiding it like crazy. So, yeah. uh, but. Cool. Uh, Corey, anything else? No, I mean, just echoing what you guys said, too. It's, I mean, beautiful I mean, anything game. Else, anything else you played? Not really. Just oh, been okay. trying to focus on Final Fantasy. I, it's the same reason. Like, I want to beat it and then just kind of see what people are talking about with with it and everything. Yeah. And see, I want to see how it ends, too. Like, I want to see where they put it, because there are spots that make sense. But then, like, are they going to kind of, um, you know, subvert that expectation and do something different? Like, who knows? Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tony, anything else you played? Uh, just some more Animal Crossing, but nothing cool. you know new with that. Um, yeah. There's a new update coming out this week, so that's cool. A lot of free yeah. content mm-hmm. updates and stuff like yeah. that. We can get that into the news, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike, anything for you? Well, it's been Yakuza Zero. Most yeah, of this that's week. right. Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> is it? It's it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm putting time in it. I'm liking parts of it and uh, almost quitting in other parts of it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's there's stretches where I just feel kind of bored with it, and then like you know, you find a new thing you can do, or I finally find a mini game I understand how to play. Like <laughs> there's loads of mini games I don't know how how to play mahjong or whatever some other mm-hmm. strategy game in there. But uh, finally came across. Oh, across the where we sold or blackjack. All right, I'm not gonna do that. You're getting Jim <laughs> over there. This is not me. <laughs> Mike, you're uh, chopping up. Yeah, we heard about the mini games. So. I heard about the mini games. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, I have put a fair amount of time, and I'm probably gonna continue. I've had like 24 hours into it already. So. Nice. Uh, but apparently, I also looked up uh, the number of chapters. I'm only like a third of the game through so there's a lot to it uh i'll give it that uh i'm not in love with the combat i don't hate it but it's just kind of middle of the road for me um we'll see going forward when i you know level up my guys a little more but it also has this annoying thing that when the story starts to get interesting it switches characters Mm -hmm. and uh i'm not a big fan of that but whatever we'll see how it goes uh but yeah definitely a different type of uh, game and it's just kind of funny to me the sort of tonal shifts that it has yeah alright uh, uh, step uh, am I freezing no good no. alright uh, I don't know when I'm freezing now because Mike's lagging. So I, it's like, am I freezing? Because it used to be my, my go-to. Like, oh, I'm lagging. Son of a bitch. I just know it. And uh, anyways, so um, like I said, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy VII. Um, I, uh, you know, it, it's a really good game. Uh, I'm actually watching the Resident Evil remake gameplay, uh, which, man, that is 
that's crude. Like that is like that. The camera on that game is like, wow, that's rough to. I can't play this. You're game. You're talking right. about like a remake on GameCube or something? Or? Yeah, the oh, RE, okay. the Resident Evil remake. Yeah, the one they oh, remade. Okay. On yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure. So, yeah, because I'm so watching much. that. I'm like, man, there's like. <clears throat> That game, the camera is just like, fuck that. I could not play that game. I'm happy I'm watching this. Because I'm like, you can't, like, there's a zombie coming at you from around a corner, but the camera's fixed. So you can't even see where the fucking thing is. And it's just like, you can hear it. And I'm just watching the guy stand there, waiting for it to come around the corner and start shooting it. I'm just like, you can tell who's doing the, the, the playthrough because they've played it before. Because they're just sitting there like, I see them start walking slowly suddenly. I'm like, why? And then... <laughs> you know, dog jumps over the fence or something like that. It's yeah. just like okay, so I'm like, it, I have to say, it looks very good. Like the zombies. Oh, look it's fantastic. still up. Yeah, yeah, but the cameras, not good. The camera sucks. Uh, so I'm happy I'm watching that though. Like I get a little more story. I've never played the original game whatsoever, so I've never even wow. really watched it. So yep, what? yep, never. Wow. So this is the first time I'm experiencing it. Uh, so I'm actually enjoying that. I'm about midway through that gameplay for Jill. Um. But it's cool because it gives a little more meaning for uh, uh, Barry when he goes uh, when he bites it in the in the third yeah. one. You are uh, almost a Jill Sandwich. Yeah, he's a he's an interesting character. Uh, and Wesker. Now I, I can see Wesker, the original, the origins of Wesker here. You know, uh, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, so the base, the basic, the big thing I've been playing because it's been a busy week for me has been Animal Crossing. And I was gonna say like on probably sun, Saturday or Sunday. I think I was about to message you guys. I'm not even kidding you. I was probably about to message the group saying, I really don't like Animal Crossing. Like, this game, <laughs> I, I fucking don't know what I'm doing. It's, it's gar- like, I just, I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> but the, the beautiful thing about when you have such little time to play the games this week as I've had, it, that game is designed so well to be the small piecemeal. And so I w- I've been, like, chipping away at it, like, 30 minutes at a time, or I'll play, like, you know, like an hour here, uh, and then, uh, you know, then you get your house and that freaking Tom Nook, <laughs> you know, this is nice, you know, but and by the way, it's, it's 98,000, you know, whatever that is. I forget they're using his currency. Bell, he's like bells to pay me back. And I'm like, he's like, I'm like, can I pay you? I even asked him, can I pay you in miles? And he's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. no, no. <laughs> Don't be silly. Don't be absurd. So, uh, I have to say that I got into it like crazy the other night when I, when I messaged you. Uh, about I'm going to hop in and play it for a little bit because I, I had like 30 minutes to spare. That 30 minutes turned into like three hours. I was because <laughs> like, yeah, well, Arya, Arya sat out with me and it's great because she loves the look of the game. So I'm playing it and she's enjoying the game while I'm playing it too. So like it adds to the whole thing. So I'm like, okay, well, she's enjoying the game. I'm fishing. She's like pointing out stuff I'm missing on the ground to dig up. Uh, I went to another island. Uh, this was like the first time where the game just kind of opened. Like yeah, I went to I went to an island and I'm like I just got a new friend to the island and I'm like okay I like here here the game goes like okay now I gotta do this I gotta do this and before it was like okay you can just do this and then you have to kind of wait and then you can yeah. do this and you gotta kind of wait and now yeah. it's like now you can still now you can now you have to wait a little bit but you have all of this other stuff you could take care of right now while you're waiting yep. and you know that 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 debt it's still there so you know you can pay <laughs> back so uh, I, I can't wait like as soon as I got that I'm like man this guy's gonna be like that. Well, you could, you know, thanks for paying me back, but wouldn't you want something a little bigger? Yeah, I'm sure that's, that's exact, happening. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's like, yeah. So congratulations on buying your first house. Yeah. Um. So here's the bill. But, uh, and then talk to me, you know, let's make yeah. it a little bigger. Let's add an extra room to it. It's like, oh shit. Like, how deep well, is well, it? Well, I'm already saying, like, I want, I want another room already. Like, I want that. I don't have that part yet. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, 
you can like do nothing in this game. Like you can just sit there and fish. Like I'm I'm acquiring fish and like there's the fish food where you can like I'm guessing that's what gets you rarer fish. Uh, am I am I right about that or no? They can, really? they can help. They can help. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, then I found out what apples do. I'm like, holy shit! I thought I hear I'm just eating apples for no reason. Now I know what they do. Uh, you know, it's like it all just starts to click together. It, and I love the way it clicked. Like, because I'm serious. Like on Saturday, I think it was like Saturday or Sunday. I'm like, fuck this game. Like this is boring. I'm like, I don't see what the big draw for this game is. And then like I seriously played it for three hours. The two yesterday was it yesterday I said that? And then I'm like, I'm like, where the hell did the time go? Holy shit! Yep. You know, and then. So that's also another reason why I didn't even dive into more Final Fantasy VII because I actually had that much free time finally, and I ended up playing Animal Crossing. Oh, that's <laughs> weird because like one day it's like you know what, I don't really feel like playing it too much, so I'm just gonna like, you know, it's like log in. It's like well, all right, I mean, I'm gonna check my mail, I'm gonna talk yeah. to a couple of my villagers, maybe dig up the fossils that spawn every day, uh, and then I'm done. Or you that's can be today. like, you know what, fuck it, I'm renovating my entire island and stuff like that. Today, today was let me get my stuff I ordered. You know, get that, see the new person I invited to my island. And that was pretty much it. It was a short stop in there and turned it off. And I'm like, okay. You know, I ordered a couple more things because, you know, I'll get them tomorrow. And uh, it's that's where I'm at. You know, I'm, I, I have a debt to Tom Nook, but I'm like, I'm still spending money. I don't care. I'm not paying you back right that quickly. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, and he doesn't charge you, like, no, there's no interest. Like that. It's okay. If he so charged the, you interest, oh my God, I start hitting Yeah, that'd right be <laughs> Pay this back have... by this amount or two points a week. <laughs> so Arya just likes to watch because she has like no interest in like playing it herself so far. Or... Uh, I she, I think she kind of does, but I think I might start handing my controller off for like fishing and like get her to uh, practice with that and just that's what I'm, I'm going to start doing. So okay. before she gets her own character, because I've heard so many horror, horror stories with like just like the game itself in terms of somebody not having their own system and like running their own, wanting their own character. And it just, it doesn't sound like it was well-designed for that. Even though it um, is, it wasn't. It, it can, and it can't be. I mean, a lot of the people that are complaining are like the adults that, you know, want everything, you know, for nothing and stuff like that. But you know, whatever. And yeah. the worst case scenario, you can just get her a switch of light. And, you know, she'll be good. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> You right. heard it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, and that's pretty much it for me. Uh, those are the, the, the big things, three things for me. So let's get into the news. We have a topic tonight, actually, too. So let's get into that, too. Oh, let me open the news. Hang on. All right. We've got... Uh, oh, cool. I didn't even see the Xbox thing you just posted. That's looking at it live. NPD. Let's kick off with NPD. Um, Switch is having a hell of a, hell of a month. Uh, Animal Crossing is the fastest of its series, selling-wise, right? Yep. Um, what else we got here? I didn't get all the numbers yet, so... Um, so, I mean, the big news was, first of all, Animal Crossing was number, number one, one for the one. month. Yeah. The month, and that's without digital, which is insane, because, I mean, Call of Duty is still, you know, trailblazing, like, every year, you know? It's yeah. always in the, in the top ten and stuff like that. Um, so even, you know, combined sales of PC, Xbox, PS4... Plus digital, uh, still you know didn't beat out Animal Crossing, which is kind of crazy to think about because I mean it's Animal Crossing and this easily sold probably like I don't know at least two million units. Um, it hit at a great time, unfortunately, with the you know current events with this and things. Pandemic, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, really it was. was like, well, like, look at the whole the whole market has like blown up, and this is why GameStop is so adamant about reopening so fast uh, oh, because. Yeah. They were missing this whole all of the sales stuff. I just read an article. They're trying to open. They're opening in South Carolina because they're allowed to. Yeah. So, 
But anyways, yeah. So I mean, the, what, yeah. But Animal Crossing, it, uh, Matt Piscatella made an entire thread because he he's actually a big fan of the game because I'm friends with him on, on Switch actually. So I see him like log in a lot. It's just like Matt is playing Animal Crossing. I'm like, ah, oh, Matt. Uh, you know, you got you. Um, but stated that Animal Crossing New Horizons achieved the third highest launch month in terms of physical dollars and units of any Nintendo published game in tracked history, trailing only behind Smash Brothers Ultimate and Smash Brothers Brawl um, in 2018, 2008, uh, respectively, which is insane to think about. And there's an asterisk there because they don't count all the Pokemon games as one release. So, like, Sword Shield are separate. It's not combined. Right, right. Combined it would. But still, every other fucking Nintendo game, mm. other than the Smash Brothers games, like, mm. that's crazy to think about. Mario, because, like, Zelda, yeah. Right, Mario, Zelda, it's like, none of that. Just fucking out the window. Animal Crossing just like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, people just want, you know, Tom Nook Island resorts. It's like, insane. Um, the social you media do shit on Reddit. Simulator, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Twitter and Reddit, I mean, I know it's, it's catered and stuff, but like, seriously, even when I like, just go to like, the top, you know, for the day or something like that, there's, there's at least always one thing about um, Animal Crossing. So it's just, it's reached this cultural, like, zitgeist where just like it's just in the mind and i've seen like three people that i know don't even like really play video games they're like i can't find a switch i really want animal crossing it's like should have you had three years to buy one like sorry no. you know <laughs> you waited to the wrong moment to, to buy one but um yeah so i mean it was a healthy month overall for everybody um what does matt say uh nine of the top 10 best-selling games of march 2020 generated higher dollars than similarly ranked titles a year ago um definitely corona help oh yeah um in terms of hardware let's see nintendo switch uh set a new march hardware record uh beating its uh own record of launch month uh and our buddy benji uh confirmed it sold over a million in march which is crazy i don't think that's ever been done before by a home console in the month of march so yeah that's a hell of a you can't find them so yeah, exactly. Uh, PS4 and Xbox One were still up, I think, 25% year over year, which is crazy because this should be the you know last year and it should be on a downward trend, but you know because of Corona and stuff like that. So, um, tracked spending across hardware, software, accessories, game card totaled 1.6 billion dollars, up 35% when compared to a year ago. So, uh, and then its highest reported spend for a March month since um, March 2008. So, in over 12 years. Uh, so, yeah, Corona, there's some silver linings uh, to the the issue at hand and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, top 20, uh, let's pick up the interesting thing. So, like, uh, Animal Crossing, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, MLB The Show, uh, showing up at number three. People got to get, got to get their baseball fix yeah. since yeah. it's not on. No, yep. Nobody else, there's no real baseball right now, so... You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens because this is the last year for uh, PlayStation exclusivity. So, you know, yeah. maybe it'll take it to newer heights. I can only imagine. Yeah. Well, uh, it's all, it's being developed by the same company too, which is yeah. interesting because it's yep. Sony owned. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, number four is Evil Three. Number five, NBA 2K20. Number six, yeah, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is pretty good up there. Yep. Seven, right. Persona Five Royal. Persona Five made it up there. That's awesome. Eight, Jim. What does eight say? It's a little blurry on my screen. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it says on vacation. <laughs> so, okay. Number, Eight went number on vacation. Nine. Yep. Number nine, Borderlands 3. Number 10, Mario Kart, Kart. Deluxe. How, I mean, how many copies have they sold Mario Kart Deluxe? Like, sir, I would love to know the, the number right now. Uh, it's probably approaching 30 million at this yeah, point. It's, 
it's going to get into my Grand Theft Auto Five category at some point. Yep. <laughs> How many times do you have to buy this game? Yep, exactly. Um, the newer games, 11 uh, was Neo 2. Number 15 yeah. was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Uh, number 20, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, good month overall. Looks good like uh, Activision, Nintendo, um, take two big winners. EA, a little bit. Just Dance 2020, the only Ubisoft title, top 20. Yeah. Uh, just piggybacking that, Final Fantasy VII Remake is the fastest selling PS4 exclusive. So, okay. just adding that onto there. 3.5 million exclusive. copies sold. Yes, time exclusive. 3.5 million copies sold in three days. So, interesting numbers. Yeah, it was uh, definitely pent up demand. Um, and that's another title that um, nobody could find. I was talking to my friend Kevin. He's yeah. like, I want this game and I, I can't have it. I was like, dude. Haven't you learned after like two decades of gaming to pre-order stuff? Because I can't, I can't give him the the spiel that I gave you, Jim, about you know your back-to-back um, what was it Fire Emblem and Marvel Ultimate Alliance mishaps last yeah. year? Yeah, like like you didn't pre-order and you couldn't find it and stuff like that. I was like, he doesn't want to buy it digitally, I assume. No, he didn't want to buy it digitally. Well, I was like, well, you gotta wait then, dude. Like, I don't. Yeah, know if you don't want to like, buy digital, then make sure you. And the thing is, like, I just don't understand it. Like, it's just a little rant here, but it's like so many, uh, especially online, you just pre-order it. They don't even charge you until it ships. Yeah. yeah. Like, why not? Why not do it? <laughs> I just don't understand. Uh, and, you know, we got the deluxe versions because of Amazon. Yeah, because of the glitch. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. What's next? Oh, uh, Jason Schreier is leaving uh, Kotaku. He left Kotaku, didn't he? Yeah. That's official. He went to Bloomberg. Yes. Um, the interesting thing about that, I mean, that's a huge move. I don't know that that's been done um, in the game industry in terms of journalism, um, at least within the same sphere. Uh, if it has, I don't remember it being talked about as much. Um, but the interesting pieces here is that uh, Bloomberg reached out to him because they want to do more of the pieces that he's, you know, more well they you know, for now with like the yeah. investigation, investigative like, journalism. I mean, yeah, that's, exactly. That's what yeah. you know people want. Like, well, at least that's what I, I'm more interested in. And then. Not these fluff pieces you get a lot of times. Right, but. not these like, oh, top ten, you know, whatever, waifus and shit like Maybe that. Maybe like an inside Doctor. look at something or, you know, yeah. All right, but they Belt specifically said that they wanted, yeah, they wanted investigative pieces and they wanted more like uh, shedding light on like the um, crunch business practices and, you know, under underdoings of the video game industry, which I think is really cool. I mean, I mean Bloomberg is a well-known uh, entity. I don't know about, you know. Uh, positive or negative i mean that's that's huge you know now that he's not going to be restricted by kotaku and their shitty owners and stuff like that uh you know i'm, I'm hoping we're going to see a lot more pieces from him so mm-hmm. props to Jason. he's got another book coming out too so yep. looking yep. forward to seeing what that is cool yeah i can't wait for that book <laughs> so uh yeah we'll see how it goes uh let's see we've got um zuj Talking about oh, uh, weirdly enough, Bloomberg article uh, about uh, the Sony Sony's planning to ship between five and six million consoles uh, through uh, of the PlayStation Five uh, through March 2021. Mm. So less than the PS4. Less than the PS4. Which... But I mean, this time I think there's gonna be less supply. I think we're gonna have a com- confined supply restrictions. I really do. Oh no, absolutely. If, if it even launches this year, mm-hmm. that's absolutely. my thing. So uh, price price in the region of five hundred dollars is like what we expected i think right did we not expect oh mccory we argued about 399 i told mm-hmm. you i told you five it's gonna be 500 bucks there's no way there's just no, no way. i know and i i said that they have to come out at 400 <laughs> but i mean they're not saying that they won't come out at 
higher you know prices but i think they had they, 400 they, i think was the mass market price and i think they showed that last gen where mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't you know 300 cheap where they would like lose so much money on each unit sold but not you know 599 us dollars you know mm-hmm. oh that's that's like a month of rent you know and stuff like that it's like that's pretty crazy um and you know i understand because like they're you know again pushing for new tech and new tech expensive especially when you're competing with a lot of the other big companies for the same components, especially the same year, you know, it's not like before where, um, <clears throat> you know, Xbox 360 launched uh, a whole year ahead of PlayStation 3. Right. Um, and it's not like the Wii was competing for the same, you know, memory chips and boards and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, it's just a different time. Yeah, and if they both come out at the same price, that changes things. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think they're okay with charging the higher price now because, mm-hmm. I mean, as unfortunate it is to say, like, you know, we're probably going to be entering a global recession or depression, depending on your point of view. Um, but you know, why come out cheaper um, and lose more money when it might not even make that much of a difference, you know, versus a five million dollar system? And yeah. you know, like selling. I mean, no matter what, they're probably going to sell those five million units, right? Sure. It's yeah. a matter of you know, selling five million units times a hundred, like losing a hundred dollars. That's five hundred million dollars that you're just pissing away and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's going to be short. And, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how much this affects the next generation. Um, I know we talk about this a lot with, like, the cross-gen, even last time around, was, like, kind of painful. We were just like, what, what was the big, you know, PS4 game, you know, that you couldn't play on PlayStation 3? You know, yeah, they had, like, what, um, was it Killzone or... I don't even know at launch what it was going to be. Nah, because, uh, you know... Nah, yeah. Stuff that nobody cared about, like... Corey, Corey was playing Call of Duty, you remember? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I think, uh, I mean, does this position Microsoft better when we see this news leaking about the uh, Lockhart Xbox? Um, if they're going to have the cheaper console, then so they they're going to have a uh, probably three ninety nine system, I would assume, right? Yeah. Um, so the other interesting piece, if we want to transition to that, yeah, is, I'm just saying it goes um, together. They go together. So. Yeah. So one of the things that people have been noticing is that a lot of these uh, online retailers, and it, it started with the Microsoft Store itself, actually, uh, started selling the Xbox One X at like kind of like fire sale price. I think it was like yeah. 200 250 or something like that. They're, I think they're, two, they're 229 or something like that. I saw them for something. Yeah, place. something ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, you know, it coincides with the speculation that the lower tier of the next Xbox um, is going to just be the replacement for the Xbox One X. Like, that's it. Uh, where, like, you know, they were able to maybe refine the, the chip size a little bit down, maybe make it more energy efficient. I don't know. Something like that where it's, just like, maybe the new, like, the budget Xbox system is just going to be, you know, Xbox One X point five or, you know, whatever. Like Yeah, so. it looks like it's similar. I mean, 4 teraflop GPU looks very similar to the Xbox Series X, but on, probably on the new, no? You, you, got, a little, you got a little... Oh, did I? I? I wasn't looking at my screen. I was reading. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Uh, so yeah. it's it's probably similar uh, to the series uh, X, uh, Xbox One X. The Series S is probably similar to that uh, in terms of its power. It looks like four teraflops, but it's going to have the newer chipset. So that's a pro- that's a positive right there. Uh, it'll probably run cooler, and um, you know, so it's like it's still going to support, but we'll offer aspects of next generation. Uh, presumably in the form of NV- NVMe, which is loading speeds, and some limited ray tracing, which you can't do in the Xbox One X. So they will have some positives about that. Um, so interesting, though, they, they would have that 399 price point then, more than likely, if they're both doing 500 on the uh, the most powerful one, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Unless Microsoft's doing a $600 machine. I, I don't, you never know. You never know. 
So I mean, it could be a bundle or something. They yeah. come with that external drive that's proprietary. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, what else we have in here? Is that it? I think it's it. We did it all. All the news is done. All right, let's get into our topic real quick. We've talked about all these other systems. We've talked about N64. We've talked about Super Nintendo Genesis. Uh, we're into PlayStation and Saturn. Now, Saturn had a very limited lifespan, uh, so a lot of people didn't even get to play it. Mike, you've been quiet over here. You haven't gotten to play a lot of these games. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, no. it's no. So, like, you didn't have. I have to before we start this list. I gotta ask. Like, you don't have like a man. I wish I played that game. Like, I never got to play these games. Well, I had, the, Derby, or... I had a 32X uh, with two games, <laughs> and yeah. uh, that was it. Did no. you ever get to play Virtual Fighter? You didn't I like played Virtual Fighter on 32X. That was oh, that one was of my main thing. games. Yep, right. That was that was pretty much it. Um, but uh, uh, no, again, like the only thing might be Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. I mean, there was. I mean, there's so many great games. Like, Saturn itself had, like, the best Bomberman originally. Like, that was the best Bomberman. Uh, it really was. All right, uh, but that's not something that appealed to me. Uh, you know, I mean, I had a list of... Uh, Virtual Cop was awesome. Virtual Cop. That was one of the ones... Oh, you had those guns? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, Corey had, I mean, we, Corey had that. Didn't you? I mean, those guns were expensive, too, right? Like, yeah. back in the day? Yeah. Like, you could buy, like, a new game for the price of a gun, right? I think, something like, the, there was, like, a the bundle or something where it came with a game. I think that was, like, $80. A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 80 but bucks. But if you wanted that second gun. Right, which you have. Who's, who's going to be like, hey, I'm going to get to use the gun. Here's the controller, buddy. Like, no, I, I don't like, think I ever played that game with a controller. Yeah, <laughs> like, did, did, did the N64 get MK Ultimate? I think it probably did. Uh, I, I wasn't. I thought really... it, got, it got Trilogy. It got. It got a it got... something. I don't know. I didn't play Mortal Kombat back then. Anthology oh, okay. or. It got one of them, but, uh, you know. V- virtual Virtual Fighter Two, you weren't interested in. I got the first Virtual Fighter. I was interested in two, but that's no. it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just shocked that you didn't have like, oh man, I wish I had always played this. But so well, we have a list like, here. Yeah, a couple games. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, Corey, Corey, did you get a Saturn list and a PlayStation list together? No, I, just, I got Saturn. I didn't think okay. about PlayStation yet. But... I did two lists, so I can do this myself here. Tony, yeah, um, I, I, I think with PlayStation, there's a couple obvious ones, but. I... Yeah, I wasn't I'm not into like JRPGs or like horror games. So like, I mean, yeah, my list is a lot of JRPGs <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for PlayStation, at least uh, my, my, my Saturn list is much better, though. I mean, like if I did my number five because I have two lists to go through on PlayStation, I started off with Parappa the Rappa. I told that to oh, Tony wow. like I thought that was a classic game. Mike, you never got to play that one or did you? I know what it is, but no, it's a I never played fantastic it. Fantastic game! Holy shit, love that game. I would play that in my store when I was. This is when I was managing a store at EB Games, and so I would play that on the console, like the actual. Uh, I wasn't managing yet at that point; I was an associate, so I would play it on the demo unit that we had. Um, but I love the proper rap, the rapper game. So uh, love that game. Um, that was my number five game. Tony, what would be your number five PlayStation game? Hmm. Let me see here. Um... I'll go with Final Fantasy VII, actually, just because we were talking about the remake. Um, it was one of those games where, like, like, as a teenager when that game came out and going through that, that was amazing. But after beating it, and I beat it, like, you know, complete, completionist 100% back in the day. Not that you had achievements to prove it, but, like, you know, it's like, hey, I beat all the yeah, I played optional every, bosses. I got, I've got, got know, Knights yeah, of the Round. All, I got Knights got of the Round. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, yeah. I beat it, and I had no desire to ever go back and play it again, like, even yeah. in that generation. 
But then the further we got out from that, the further I just didn't have any doubt. Because I was like, graphics have not aged well, especially the blocky, like, models. Oh, like, yeah, polygons just don't, yeah, they don't. Like, looking at it just hurts my eyes. And and it, it's really surprising. I'm not sure if I mentioned on this podcast, but, like, I'm surprised about the nostalgia behind those, like, l- terrible Lego blocky models. Because, like, Square Enix has released, like, character sets of them and stuff like that, where just, like, the you know, the Lego cloud and stuff like that. I'm just like... People have to start like okay, that's great. Like I'm not trying to yuck on anybody's yums, but I'm just like, Mm-mm. like nope, can't do that. So Final Fantasy Five, though. I mean, at the time it was amazing. So I'll put that as my number five. Yeah. All right, uh, Corey, your number five uh, Saturn game. My number five Saturn game is Saturn Bomberman. That oh, wow. cool. mostly has to do with just you know, you know, personal experience with the game. You know, at your house and, and and coming over to my house and playing it, just constantly playing that game all the time and. Yeah, it's one of the best multiplayer games ever. And I know that Matt's friend, Evan, took it and never gave it back. Ooh, <laughs> I know this for a fact. Drama. you out, buddy. Drama, drama, drama. Well, he knows it too, Matt. Matt, Matt knows, like, he knows this. So, yeah, 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 I think that was, that was a great game. That's uh, nice. My number five Saturn game was um, Street Fighter Alpha 3. Yeah. Ooh, so. that's, a, that's one of the things that I always um, envied about the Santa because my cousin had it. The... Um, Capcom fighting games, especially, just were yeah. so much better on the Saturn. So good. Like yeah, PlayStation, so good. like I remember buying, I think Marvel Superheroes or whatever it was, and it played like dog shit on the PlayStation. I was like, nope. And this is back in the day when Saturn EV games, like really excelled at 2D sprite based. It did. Yep, it didn't, and I love that. Um, but because of that, um, what was it? I remember EV Games had that. this brief policy where it's like you could return any game no questions asked get your like money back maybe it was in the form of store credit but i was like no i don't want this game like just absolutely take a bash it's trash that's all i got because my cousin had the title version i was like i'll just play it over at his ass yeah i got yeah Yeah, i I loved alpha 3 um best form of the alpha games uh it was like you said it was awesome i think the music was better on the saturn than it was on the playstation if i remember right um and the fluid the, the frame rate was actually more solid too on the Saturn. That Saturn was a great little device. Fighters really on the Saturn were always yeah. better. Yeah. Sprite games. Sprite games. Really. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, but uh, yeah, so uh, that was my number five. Um, Mike, I know you're not an Alpha fan. That's why I was like, I was thinking like, oh, Mike would have probably loved to play this, but I forgot you like just were Mortal Kombat. You were really into Street Fighter then? All right. No, I mean, arcades, I played both of those a little bit. Didn't need a, one of them at home. All right. Uh, my number four PlayStation game was Vagrant Story. Nice. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones I haven't played, actually. I have it on oh, loved PlayStation it. 3, but, you know, can't fucking play them on the One of the only ones I think I've, I've replayed, because I actually got it on the PlayStation 3 when it was, uh, like, super cheap. And yeah. I played through that. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, that game graphically didn't age very well at all. But uh, I remember playing that game a lot, and I loved that game. That story was – the story was amazing. Uh, loved the gameplay on it. Um, that was when Square was just churning out great RPGs, and uh, loved that one. Uh, so that was my number four. Uh, Tony, what was your number four? Uh, let me see. Um, my number four – I'll just say is going to be uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, as you talk about Metal Gear Solid, an amazing game for the time. Uh, I mean, that was groundbreaking. I remember trying to like master that game and, and progressively try like the harder difficulties and like not getting caught and, and stuff like that. But I mean, I just remember being so impressed with that game uh, from like technical, uh, from gameplay. Just it was just so awesome. And like there were just so many different things you could do in that game that just kind of like 
you know, even like today, like we're we're just starting to see that like exploration where, um, you know, like the jail cell scene where it's like, you know, there's multiple ways that you can get at that jail cell, whereas in like every other game, it's like, hey, there's only one route to victory here and stuff like that. Um, so you know, we talked about it recently with like Mike having played um, Snake Eater, but uh, I would love one to get a complete re- like remake, like Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VII, just complete remake. Um, just yeah. like Konami, you know, fucking made video games still. Did you uh, did you ever play the Twin Snakes remake on GameCube? Yeah, um, I did play that, and that was that was a lot better. Don't get me wrong. Um, that was how I played it after you know the GameCube era. But after the GameCube era, like going back to it, it's still not like the same. Like it, it's close to like I would say um, MGS2 in terms of how it plays because I think that's how it, when it came out. It came out after MGS2 but before MGS3. So I think they may have even used a modified MGS2 engine for it, where you know it, it's serviceable. Don't get me wrong, it's serviceable, but it, it still didn't hit the same notes and in the same style. So I just would love a complete remake of the first one. Yeah, cool. All right, Corey, your number four Saturn game. Number four Saturn game is Virtual Fighter Two. Nice. Uh, we played so we're much of that a, tournaments. We're gonna, like, we're gonna have some overlap here, I'm sure. <laughs> mine, mine ranked in different orders than you, but we're about to get in some doubles here. So, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Virtual Fighter Two. We had up in tournaments. I mean, yeah. Corey and I, and this is my this is my number three game. Um, but Corey and I, uh would have i mean his brother would come over my brothers would play we would make brackets and pick fighters and we would do yeah, like we do like double... a march madness type of thing <laughs> yeah. yeah we would pick fighters we couldn't pick the same one twice in each bracket so you had to pick one and then you would have like your favorite one or you would pick you know what i mean like yeah we'd you're, have like a less... team of like yeah three or four fighters that we'd play as and then leon would always win <laughs> yes leon was the guy that would win almost every time uh, so which one was he? was he in the first one no, 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 he was a new character. That's what I don't know. He was like the kid that came into yeah. it. With the... Was it Pay? Pay? Pay was the one I always right. Is that was her name? Played as Pay a lot. I think yeah. so. I I pronounce. I played the first Virtua Fighter, oh. obviously for yeah. the 32X. Um, I pronounced all of their names wrong <laughs> consistently forever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Virtua Fighter, yeah. one of the best pure fighting games. You know, without any super powers or anything like that. They're just combo. 3D. Well, I believe the first one was the first 3D fighter, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. Like three, yeah, uh, actually with depth and stuff. Yeah. 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 That was what they brought the VFX chip or whatever, you know, the VFX mm-hmm. graphics. Yeah. So uh, that was my number three. Yeah. Um, to not go again. My number four was Bomberman. I'm, I should have oh. talked when you said it. So love that game. Again, a multiplayer oh. game. This goes back to like who we were with, uh, the multi tap. Uh, we had to get multi-taps together for this. Oh, yeah. Got eight-player, man. Eight-player Bomberman. Yeah, the multi-taps. Eight-player Bomberman. I mean, that was unheard of back On in that screen. day. one <laughs> screen. Double multi-tap. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Um, and then, like, when you got eliminated, you weren't eliminated because you just start throwing bombs in from the outside. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We then you could just bomb people that you hated. I love that game so much. Uh, like, yeah, that was so, just so much fun. Um, love that game, so... Tony, uh, what were we at? Number three? Yeah, number three. Number three. Number three for me was this um, little-known game uh, JRPG called Valkyrie Profile, mm. uh, which was like a cult, cult classic, I you know, think, after it, because I don't think it like sold spectacularly well, but afterwards, when people started like playing it because it was like a niche... I think it art, hit PSP, you know, too. It hit PSP. The PSP version um, 
it has a lot of like slowdown and loading yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So it was just one of those things that I'm like, no, I'm not gonna play it in an inferior way and stuff like that. The Valkyrie profile was really cool because it introduced that you know combination of like a 2D platformer uh, overworld uh, with um, you know an interesting premise for an act like battle system where it's like, hey, every character is linked to a face button. And you got to use timing and, you know, um, different combinations to stagger the enemy and do, like, you know, crazy special moves and stuff like that. But the story itself was, like, really, really dark for that. So, I mean, first of all, you play as a Valkyrie uh, who goes around, and when a warrior is about to die, or when they die, rather, like, because you visit them, like, you get the premonition that they were about to die. So you go and visit them to try to harvest their spirit slash soul and recruit them for the war uh that you know leads to Ragnarok basically. So it's about you playing essentially Pokemon with like people like badass warriors, knights, you know, um, you know, monks, priests, mages, uh, and you just gather them for for fucking Valhalla and stuff like that. Where it's yeah. like, hey, we gotta we gotta fight a war of Ragnarok, and we need we need powerful spirits. So uh, come come with me, Pikachu, and stuff like that. Uh, so it's really, I mean, it's a really dark game because like pretty much it's like, oh, this character has a backstory, and they're so happy. Uh, and tragedy happens, and it's like some like I don't want to say it's like Game of Thrones esque, but like it, <laughs> for the time it might have well has been because like it's just like yeah. oh this character just like outright got murdered like no happy ending for them just like outright murdered just like cool and now they're my auxiliary party member I'm not even using them it's just like you're just in the background like you're just you know backup and stuff like that but uh, amazing game uh, beautiful to look at the sprite work is mm-hmm. just still holds up to this day. Uh, Companies' games are crazy sprites. Oh yeah. Uh, What's the company? Not. Um... <sighs> trying to remember Shit. it now. Yeah. Uh, try try Ace try Ace. I think it's try. Sounds that sounds right. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah yeah. Because I think they made they made Star Ocean too as well. Right. Yes uh, yes so yeah. It's just a fantastic game. And again, just like the uh you know what I've been saying for this whole thing, uh, I would love for that to get ported. Uh, like not even like just a like a remake i would be happy with just like a remaster it's like hey like mm. we're not gonna mess with it like it's just in hd assets like here's the game and stuff like that uh so maybe uh squirt unix because they they own the rights maybe they can throw some uh final fantasy 7 money to to make that happen yeah all right uh cory your number three what was your number three playstation game jim oh did you remember three Oh, number three for me is Final Fantasy VII. I'm sorry. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII. We're doing the remake right now. It's fresh. Uh, Love that game. Played it to death. Like Tony said, played every nook and cranny of that game. Uh, Found every single secret you can find. Um, This was in the early days of the internet, but I did get to look up some stuff that I may have missed, and we went back and did those. I remember like playing with friends and playing this game, like making sure we got everything done. Knights of the Round was the coolest summon spell I think I've ever seen in my life. It still is. (laughs) Um, So like. My favorite game, one of my favorite games, obviously, and the only reason why it's number three is because the top two are just unbeatable, in my opinion. And to to differentiate between these two is is tough, but I went with well, I think it's pretty obvious for number one. But um, that was my number three. Uh, number three, Saturn. Uh, my number three Saturn game was Guardian Heroes. Garden yeah, Heroes. it's the only one I've been playing. Like, I, see, like, now, if I had to do it, I'm like, I don't care. That's my number. That would be my, my personal number one because I haven't played the other ones that I assume are going to be on your number one. Right. So that but is my I number two. So our lists are very similar because we played together, obviously. But yeah. that, we have one shift because Corey's number one is not my number one. So my number one would be his number two. Yeah. And you had so Alpha like and I didn't our, have Alpha. So. Yeah. And I didn't have Alpha. Yeah, I mean, I, he didn't have Alpha. So my, my number two is Guardian Heroes uh, because mm-hmm. of this reason. I mean, again, a multi-tap yeah. game. 
Well, with that, and like one of the best, um, you know, craziest fighters beat him up, you know, you know, had like fantasy guys. I can't even remember their names now, but like the skeleton guy, I always loved. And it was like you had different fields of battle, like it was a 2D side scroll, but you could go, it was depth to it. So, like, you could, there was like three levels, so it was the front, the middle, and the back. So, you were kind of like jumping between those, and then there was like a level above you, and then like you could fly up into the sky and fight up there. There was like a lot going on in this game for a side scroller, essentially. Uh, and it was really cool when it came back out on Xbox. But um, yeah, this game, I killed it. I just played this to death on Saturn. Oh, yeah, I actually liked the adventure game. Like the the actual game itself was good. The fighting game was my the best part of this game. Oh, there was the a battle mode. Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah it was all, like, the battle mode was the best part. So yeah, uh, the the adventure game on its own was was really fun uh, mm-hmm. and let you kind of experience the individual characters and their stories. But the battle mode was just like Undead was like yeah. had that big explosion attack. Mm-hmm. Oh they my had god, their superpowers. Yeah, yep. and again, beautiful sprite work there. Yeah, yeah. another sprite game. Uh, and again, it probably didn't run at the best frame rates when we had a good lot of people on the screen but uh it did run at least uh considering how many fighters were on screen at the same time it was quite incredible uh three different layers of fighting rows so you had the back row the middle row and the front row uh it was unbelievable how that worked uh, so many characters too like once oh, like there's yeah. so many branching paths like it has so much replayability there's a, little, like, there's a bunch of palette swaps but like yeah yeah. The time, but yeah yeah exactly they, i mean it they felt didn't... like they played a little different so yeah so that was that was my number two. That was your number three. Okay, uh, Tony, your number two PlayStation game. Uh, my number two um, is something we talked about on the movie cast actually this week, uh, but it's going to be Castlevania: Cynthia Knight. Mm. Uh, that game just really took Castlevania in a new direction. I wasn't sure if this was going to be number one or if the other one was going to be number one. No, my I number. Yeah, yeah, my number. Well, my number I one. have to imagine. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. anyway go ahead. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this game again, just it, it's funny because the PlayStation, uh, you know, was really well known for its 3d graphics and stuff like that yeah. um but my favorite games on these were, were not even 3d games uh i just i love beautiful 2d sprite work um i just think mm-hmm. it still holds up well like I, my oh. top three i would play easily over my number four and five because it just they just don't age as well and stuff like that whereas um i would be happy with just an hd port of this and i think it's available on the systems now but castlevania was just like this new director where it's like hey it's gonna rip off of uh or take you know, I don't want to say bat- and, and rip off in a bad way, but it's like, hey, take another favorite series of mine, Metroid, and match it together with Castlevania. Because Castlevania, up to then, was just like, hey, level-by-level, level, traditional NES-style game, where it's like, okay, cool, like I get it, that's fine, mm-hmm. but um, let's spice it up. And it was this grand adventure where you play as Alucard, the son of Dracula, out to kill his dad, and it's like you have this entire castle to just explore. And there's so many mysteries and power-ups and whatnot, enemies to fight, there are enemies that were created just for like one room in this game. It's just like holy crap, that's that's intense. Um, and you know, spoiler alert: once you think you beat the game, it's like ha, surprise, bitch! <laughs> Upside down castle, double the map size, and it's just like mind blown. Like mind blown. Uh, in addition to that, like you know, there's there's extra playable characters. Saturn version had uh, I think Maria um, as a playable character, whereas I think the PlayStation version only got um rector and stuff like that but uh, again beautiful soundtrack amazing artwork uh, memorable lines i mean you know that that mean more than you know what is a man a miserable pile of secrets you know and stuff like that just yeah. number two easily yeah, yeah. Your cool. number two, uh, my number two is final fantasy tactics mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'll just talk because that's my number one. Yeah, I, I mean, it had to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the only reason why I think it number one is because Suda couldn't. Suda couldn't too. Uh, okay. But uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, like, uh, you can just keep playing this game. You can play it now. I mean, it doesn't matter. It ages perfectly. Sprites game, uh, strategy game. Uh, again, like we played. Probably uh, still the best tactics strategy game. I, I think. think. I think it is. And the best story. I mean, it's unbelievable how good that story was. Uh, how yeah, for like 1998 or whatever it was. Yeah. I get so, I mean, like how attached you get to the characters. It's like, I didn't have that experience until probably Fire Emblem Awakening was the next time I got yeah. attached to a character like that. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't nearly as much as Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, love this game. But this is your number one. So go, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's to say? Like it was, you know, I was always a Final Fantasy fan since SNES and, but seven got me like really interested in the series because that's not like you know when I was becoming like a teenage adult whatever young man crap and it's like oh you know like these are my interests like these are gonna like this is defining me as a person stuff like that and I remember being on a, such a high from having seven I was like oh I just want anything else that you know I can play and that's when like video games started to become super popular I remember being again in like my local uh, EB Games or um, yeah EB Games at the time. And I picked. I was like, Final Fantasy Tactics. What the heck is this? There's a new Final Fantasy game come out. Like, why haven't I heard about it? I flipped it over and I'm like, this looks a little weird. Um, you know, I still have the disc some, uh, the case somewhere. And I was like, that's interesting. And you know, it ha- again, it had really nice uh, 2D hand-drawn artwork and stuff like that. But I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna blind buy this. Like, and back then, like that's what you did because you know, internet wasn't really a big thing back then. You know, and stuff like that. So I was like, blind bought it, and I was just hooked uh, from day one because you know, it was like more of a medieval thing like ff7 did like that steampunk you know cyberpunk whatever you want to call it you know hybrid thing uh but this you know took it back to its root of like a medieval fantasy with knights and um you know mages wizards all that stuff um but yeah like the story of being like the son of like a nobleman or a noble knight and stuff like that um you know trying to prove his rank in like an academy and stuff like that and then surprise like tragedy happens like oh shit like Okay, and then it goes like Game of Thrones style, where like it's it's intrigue and backstabbing and betrayal and murder and you know all this crap, and you're just like, holy shit! Like this is like the best story and stuff like that um, for like the '90s, uh, in my opinion, stuff like that. And yeah, again, sprite work, beautiful soundtrack. Uh, I, I still have the soundtrack on my iTunes playlist because I, I listen to a lot of the battle tracks and whatnot. Uh, easily, you know, my favorite game on the PlayStation One, and I would love uh, again. Uh, even just a remaster, HD remaster, I'd be so happy with. Yeah, I I, think, I agree. That would be so good. I would absolutely. Uh, games have been re-released on a few platforms, but we've never really gotten that nice remaster. So it definitely needs to exist and should exist. Uh, Square, you're it's next up. Come on. I mean, yeah, I'll we give got, you my we money. Got with, <laughs> we got it with Resident my, Evil. My stimulus yeah. money. Yeah, we got it with Resident Evil. Uh, you know, come on, let's do this again. Obviously, you just finished seven, and you have a whole bunch ahead of you for still to have seven to get it done done. But you can but, send your uh, B team to do this. Like they yeah. have the framework. You know, it's not yeah. that bad. There's a, there's and that, that's, else, a, like, that's the thing that like really like triggers me is like I feel like you know Fire Emblem has done so much for the strategy RPG genre. Like why mm-hmm. wouldn't Square just be like you know what? Let's get some of that pie. Let's get some of that money. No, just don't nothing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Corey, your number. Where are we on two? Two. two. Yeah, two. I'll just mention it real quick because I'll let you talk about it. Too, uh, it's but... my number one. It's my <laughs> number one. We don't even have to get... <laughs> <laughs> number two, a uh, Saturn game for me is Dragon Force. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's yeah. 
unbelievable. Again, uh, this is a game. I've only ever heard you guys talk this, about this. This is a single player game that we would all play together. Like we would sit in the room, oh. we would all play the game to experience the story and like input things like, uh, like you know, oh you have to go over there and try over there. It's like a partially a strategy game of how you would distribute it's your. It's interesting because it's like this like over like world map and it's constantly going. It's real time. Like all these yeah. battles so, are going on and all these like armies yeah. are attacking sure. castles. It's something to, walking towards my castle right now. You got to yeah. watch for that while you're trying. You have to, to manage like as soon as you start like expanding your territory, you have to manage like if I spread myself too thin, then these other territories are like, going to get taken over because I don't have like, enough people to defend it. Yeah, like you had frontward castles. So you're like, okay, I can remove all of the knights in this castle, but one person, so I can keep the flag up here. And I would move off like, you know, 100 of these next knights to the front castle because nobody else could get to this. Or do I take a chance and say, okay, this is the most likely of castles to be attacked because it's bigger. So let's flood this with more people and leave this little guy by, with only one dude by himself over there and see if he can hold up. Or at least 10, I think it was 10 knights or whatever you have to leave there. Right. A small platoon of knights to hold this little keep. Uh, and it's like, it was strategy based on what you would do. And so as you would branch out, you would move your armies further out. Uh, and then you'd still have to watch your flank to see, because as there was like six different heroes or other teams on the board like, at the same like time. generals. Yeah. yeah, there was the generals. And then you had like your captains uh, who were like, you know, hero characters. And then you had your troops and stuff. And yeah, so you, and you would see like the little sprites like walking around the map and you're like all right this guy's moving towards me i know i have this amount of time before i have to worry about it and can i get to can you the... get to your uh mustering uh whatever yeah, it's what, yeah. there's like a whole the separate sequence where it's like you, the um you know court essentially is court and like yeah. you would capture the enemies and then you could try to recruit them to your armies and then uh, a lot of times they would like just sign up and then betray you right away and yeah, like, like you're like <laughs> always, so, always so rock. let me always tell you the story about rock <laughs> rock is this thief fighter who you you pick up at one of these guys he's fighting with and you put him in your dungeon and eventually you're like because every time you go to your little political t- side of your story where you can restock your castles and little distribute little your knights area yeah. yeah yeah you you can go to your dungeon and try to recruit these guys to join you and rock would be like <laughs> and rock would be like yeah i'll join you no problem man so he gets in your ranks and you would fight like one battle with him in your ranks and you would probably win it and he would fucking desert you immediately and you'd see him just <laughs> run away. And then the worst part about this, Tony, would be like one or two fights later, as you're being attacked in one of your castles, you'd he would it. show up in the enemy's army, like just fighting for his the enemy. And you're like, what the, are you fucking serious? Yeah, and there's like, I think there's like some ruins and stuff that they, yes. some of them could hide. So like they'd yes. be hiding in these ruins. And as you started expanding, they'd be behind you. And then yes. they'd pop so, out and you're like, oh, shit. Like, you there's an army back. behind me. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's um, awesome yeah so so many cool stuff with this game and then it had a great story as well like uh there is you could play as five of the six characters i think because the one gold arc or whatever was like the Good bad question. guy of the yeah. game but then like later on you learn other things that happen uh yeah. there's like a black knight that's always talked about but then like you learn about this black knight which is kind of cool and yeah so it's it's uh, it was so much fun the, the char- um, i mean the character's attachment again rudger yep, yeah yeah you, you name the characters uh and You'd have like your the king uh, or general or whatever, and then you'd have their right hand man yeah, or whatever. Yep. And yeah, this is great. And there's no, different no abilities. They had different powers. Each one had special attacks. Uh, different troops had different weaknesses and strengths against each other. So it's like, it's like dragons and monks and archers and uh, harpies. <laughs> it's like, it's and, like, and each one would be strengths and weaknesses yeah. against the other. Mm-hmm. So you would have yeah. to match up properly. So it was really, really awesome. Yeah, special no, was, moves. I, I mean, Holds up I, today. 
I've always remembered you guys talking about. I think did Buddha play with you guys too? Because I yes, yeah. we got we got Buddha. Yeah, he, and it's one of those things where like I never got the experience, and I just hope that now that Sega started like remaking the um, Panzer Dragoon games, that yeah. hopefully you know this will make their list. Of, well, uh, this is not a announced. My head they, they published it, but it was Working Designs it was the developer. Yeah, so I don't know who design. owns the rights to it. I have to say though, the work Working Design games back in the day, those manuals, those instruction booklets were. The, I think I think you have it the other way around. It was what? oh, Working Designs published it, and then the Working Sega Designs published it. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Sega developed it. Yeah, and then yeah, so hopefully we get a remaster, a remake of this. Oh my, we don't even have to. I don't care if they just re-release it. They could just re-release it as Dude, long as it's like, this is like when I talked about before backwards compatibility. This is one game that I would play. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would the exception because I've looked for emulators just for this game, and Saturn. You can't emulate Saturn because it's just a piece no, of it's so hard hot garbage. That. Yep. So um. All right. Yeah. Tony, your number one PlayStation game. Oh, Tactics, he said. Oh, Tactics, that's right. That's right. My number one was Suicoden 2 for PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Priest of Curse, kind of, it, it made it better if you played one, but. I, I Yeah, but one was not nearly as good as two. That's no, why I put no, two. No, of course not. Two had, like, the most characters, including the hero from one, who I would, after I beat one, would. Whenever I would start Suicune 2, I'd go... Because every time you load the game up from the beginning, like if you, it doesn't matter. You could save it someplace. No matter what happens, the, the original hero would not be in your party. You'd have to walk across the map to get him to recruit him. And then you could start playing your game with him in your party. And I'm like, okay, I would walk across the map, get him in my party, and then I would actually start playing my game. So I would take like 15 minutes to go get the hero whenever I would start playing this game. So I would have my original hero plus the new hero. Uh, and just like... The amount of different recruitments to have, the different characters, to build up your kingdom. There was like a chef you could get to include into your kingdom to help like your food your food res- reserves. There was like so many minor things, like the early things that this did in this game. Uh, again, another story that was awesome. I loved the combat. Um, it was a turn-based system, but it was like really like action-based. Like it was really cool to watch it uh, unfold and. Love the story. Love the, the betrayal. There's betrayal stories, uh, and those are usually the best when you get a nice betrayal story from that. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. It was really good. I, I, the characters. characters you could find and oh, then sorry. To. There's a character that if you missed him in the first five minutes of the game, you could not get him. He was gone. It was like a wizard so. that would just like run away or something, right? Wasn't that yeah. like one of there was a there was a thief in the beginning that if you missed him, you could not recruit him. You'd have to start over. That's the game was that punishing. If you like, wanted no, to get no all, like it was like what 128 yeah. characters or something. I think it was like 160. It was oh, ridiculous how many characters in this game. 160 different characters you can have in your party, I think it was. It was crazy. So maybe it was 120. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, was this is a huge amount. And I, I remember playing this game a ton, too, with you. So that would be your, up there for me. Corey, give us your $1,000 game. That's your number one game. Yeah, my number one game on Saturn is Panic Dragoon Saga. It's also <laughs> my number one game of all time. So uh, yeah. there's that. Uh, I doubt it holds up to what my memories yeah. of it are. But I remember getting that game and just playing that nonstop for the entire summer essentially and uh we had a foreign exchange student came to the united states to stay with us to experience (laughs) america and that's all he wanted to do as well so we just sat in our basement playing (laughs) saga constantly just going back and forth yeah that's i remember that he would he told he spoke very very little english like his poor english but it was like he had english he could talk english but he was like not great with it and he would just i remember one right one yeah 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 so uh yeah it was uh it was definitely one of the greatest gaming experiences of my you know life and uh, i can't i can't even 
talk too much about the game too much because more just like a, a memory of it but like i know like the game it was an rpg because it, it was based off of the pendragoon saga or uh, pendragoon games which is like an on-rail shooter but this was a huge departure because it was an rpg uh and the idea was like you're this guy who kind of find, finds this girl in a, in a rock or something and then she's she's obviously special and then you have to go on this adventure and the ending of this game was just a kick in the balls though because it sets up for a sequel and we never get a sequel so oh, it's like yeah yeah uh one of those things maybe someday <laughs> yeah, yeah so i mean who knows but yeah that that game uh and there's a huge story behind it that's why it's so expensive too now is that it was that they only made like thirty thousand copies or something like that and then the source code was fried and destroyed and so now they don't have it so you'd have to essentially recreate the game from memory or just by playing the game and trying to do it so yeah. but yeah no i, I feel I, I that's i do regret selling my copy of that game because I, yeah. I would just like to have it like framed or something yeah yeah i mean it's your favorite game of all time it's weird that mm-hmm. you don't have it yeah. so yeah. all right all right uh that's it for our lists um yeah, we're done. We get them all. So that's our that's our top list. Uh, hope you guys appreciate. It. Sorry, Mike. We're gonna we'll definitely get a topic in for you guys for you next week. Obviously, uh, we just right. had to cover the, we had to cover these two systems. Like you can't you can't skip these. I mean, okay, I it's one of my favorite games of all time. I know, but you. I'm not saying, but I'm telling you, you didn't make the right decision. I know. I, I, <laughs> you didn't make the right I'm behind that decision with the, these lists. You are a little younger I'm than us. You were younger. You were younger and couldn't buy it yourself. I get it. I get it. So, uh, but you know, coming up. We gotta make it. We're gonna make a Dreamcast list. Uh, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a bunch. We're gonna we're going through lists. We might as well. Hey, what else are we doing? We're in we're in quarantine, guys. So let's gotta take it back yeah. to the past. Yeah, the comfort stuff. Uh, so I what are we doing? PS2, Dreamcast, uh, GameCube, Xbox. GameCube. Uh, I mean, can we just say so Xbox is gonna be like Halo One, Halo One and Two, and I, what? I Fable can't One make- and Two. I, it's gonna be hard for me to make a GameCube list because I didn't really have I didn't really play the GameCube much. Like I played oh. it, but I was with Buddha and stuff. So should we should we just do that generation? Or we yeah. I think there's, to 10 maybe? there's enough. I think there's enough for those systems. I, mean, I think there's plenty for those systems. I really do. Like, I just had the GameCube for that. See, and I didn't really play the GameCube, so you guys can That's talk about I that had. all you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Corey, did you play any GameCube stuff? Uh, I played the the known ones, like the popular ones. Yeah, like I didn't even really even play Metroid Prime, so it's like not. I a think big... it was Smash Bros. and. Oh, that hurts. I, play, I know. I mean, I oh, played Mario. Don't get me wrong. I played like Mario I Party. I hurt. I hurt. Smash oh, Brothers. Yeah. Well, I played... well, I definitely have to get into it, but uh, I, you know, obviously I was a Dreamcast guy. I was Sega until then. I, then... I, I played Dreamcast like crazy then too. Uh, I, too. So... I went from Dreamcast to GameCube. <laughs> so you can talk about Dreamcast at least. You just can't yeah, talk about can... PlayStation Two. Yeah, we can do Dreamcast next. That's fine. So, PlayStation 2 will be the tougher one. Actually, I got PlayStation 2 late, so that's for me. It's going to be um, interesting. My list. I have to look at the games. I don't I mean, remember. I, I did get it eventually too, but I got it very late too, and didn't care too much. I had a handful of exclusives or third yeah. party, really. Mm, <laughs> so. PlayStation 2. Yeah, this is going to be a hard one for me. Yeah, it's gonna, there's the... a lot of good games on that system. Yeah, <laughs> it's out for so long. So. Yeah, that was such a oh, yeah. So, all right, uh, that's going to wrap up. 493 of the GameCast. Thanks for tuning in. It's a long one. Uh, you can write us podcast at oingeek.net. Follow us on Twitter on Geek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the like button. Stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, we'll see you guys next week with these topics once we work them out. <laughs> see ya. Yep.